This is an ABC podcast. You probably know helium is, well, very famous for making you sound like a chipmunk when you're filling balloons at a kid's birthday party. But this is no laughing matter. As the universe's second most abundant element, helium is crucial in MRI machines, scuba diving and welding, as well as the manufacture of solar panels and semiconductors. Now the only helium production plant in the Southern Hemisphere, which is located in Darwin, has shut down, leaving Australia with no domestic supplier. Brent McInnes is the Professor of Economic Geology at Curtin University. Brent, uh, BOC, the company, has been producing helium as a, I think, a byproduct from the Santos-owned Darwin LNG plant since about 2010. Why is this one closing? Oh, good afternoon, Andy. Well, the issue is that um, the Bayou Undern gas field, uh, it, which has been pr- producing uh, the, the helium as a trace a component in natural gas, is no longer uh, being productive, and therefore there's no supply of natural gas or helium or coming into that plant. I'm just interested really about how crucial helium is to so many different medical, scientific and manufacturing applications. What other applications does it have, and, and why is it so practical? Well, the crucial application to um, everyone listening is uh, when they go to get an MRI at a hospital, um, that is uh, that MRI operates uh, superconducting magnets, which need to be cooled down to almost absolute zero, which is just, uh, it's about minus 269 degrees Celsius. And to get to those t- low temperatures, you need liquid helium. And that's, it's one of its uh, most significant applications to, to everyone. But of course, being a chemically inert gas, um, it's used in many other uh, activities, industrial activities, such as welding. And it's used as an analytical carrier gas in scientific experiments. So it's, it's actually a very useful product that uh, is essential to everything we do in modern life. So with the only uh, helium plant in Australia closing, it obviously means we're going to have to import helium. I think there's about 14 plants around the world currently producing it. So which countries will Australia have to negotiate with in order to obtain this stuff? Yeah, the majority producers uh, are United States, which uh, is the bulk producer. And a lot of that um, helium in the United States came from something called the Federal Reserve. Now, that reserve um, went on the private market uh, about 20, uh, 15 years ago. And um, so it's being depleted and, and it's not being replenished. So we're getting to the point now where helium is becoming a commodity that could be traded like copper or nickel or zinc or anything like that. So, um, yeah, we're depending on the other fields around the, the earth, including uh, Qatar, Algeria, Russia, and there's some minor production out of Canada and China as well. It seems like that we are facing a, a shortage of helium. Uh, global demand is about 6.5 billion cubic feet per year. Production's only about 6 billion cubic feet. So h- how will this shortfall be met with l- less plants, uh, given the one in Darwin's closing? Yeah, the other factor is that the demand is actually growing at a rate of 3% per year, and that um, production is not able to keep pace with that. So it is becoming in short supply, and that will require rationing. Um, there's no other op- option but to ration the, the material, and usually that would mean uh, – well, it would, one of the things that could be done easily would be to restrict its use uh, in things like party balloons. 
But um, yeah, rationing and obviously price increases would be associated with, with the purchase of, uh, of the rare helium. This is going to be a stupid question, but if helium is one of the most abundant elements in the universe, why is there a shortfall? Why is it so difficult to capture it for industrial uses? Well, um, actually, the concentration of the atmosphere that you breathe is about five, uh, per, five parts per million helium. So it's quite rare in our atmosphere. And the reason is, is because it's continually escaping the Earth's gravity. So every time that a helium atom is produced in the Earth through the uh, nat- natural decay of uh, uh, uranium and thorium, it's actually um, leaving the Earth's uh, gravitational pull and it's, it's moving out into the solar system. So we can't retain it. It's a non-renewable element. And of course, there's obviously some security issues here. Where if we Are we risking sovereign supply by relying on Qatar or Russia or the U.S.? Certainly, as we uh, saw with the, um, uh, the COVID crisis and supply chains, uh, it's always good to have a sovereign supply of, of any product. And uh, in this case, yes, it does leave Australia vulnerable. A bit like any uh, other fossil fuel uh, or, or, or gas, really. Uh, we'll have to leave it there. Brent McInnes is a professor of economic geology at Curtin University. I do appreciate your time. Thank you. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.